You're listening to the WELF NPC News Radio Podcast with your hosts, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and co-host Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. To all North Post City Elves, those in Santa's Village, in the Lower 48, and all around the world, this is your weekly update for the week of December 5th, 2022. I am your host, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone. And I'm your co-host, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Let's go to press. For the week of December 5th, 2022, your sponsor will be Marty's Custom Mugs and Thermos. Located at 1209 Silver Bell Circle, Marty will design and create a special cocoa mug for you or a loved one. Simply stop in and let them know what you want. Some of Marty's designs have been used by Santa and Mrs. Claus as Christmas gifts to friends all over the world. Stop by Marty's today. That's Marty's Custom Mugs and Thermos. Update from Santa's Village. After a meeting with Orville Zinger Yeardley, Flight Control Supervisor, Edward Hinkelmeyer, and the North Pole City Sports League, a new no-fly order has been drafted and will be sent over to City Council for approval next week. This order stems from the accident that took place during the reindeer training session on Tuesday. The outcome could have been worse than it was, said Santa. Although it is fun to fly things in the air, we have to be safe. The new order will forbid any aircraft, including hot air balloons or drones, to be flown during the hours of reindeer training. It also grants the Division of Flight Control the power to confiscate any and all devices and aircraft if the order is not followed. A unanimous vote is expected by the Council. From the Department of Elfland Security, Edward Hinkelmeyer would like to remind you about the procedure of bidding on new positions within Santa's Village. Any member of the Elf Workers Union has the right to bid on a posted position providing the following guidelines. They have to have the needed skills and qualifications to perform the duty and position to its fullest or are willing to enter into an apprenticeship for the position they wish to obtain. There is someone to relieve their current position or there is an adequate coverage for their current job duties. There were several elves who came into the Office of Elf Affairs this past week to bid on positions, but their current positions are in positions needed to complete this year's delivery. So please make sure there is adequate coverage before bidding on a new position. The team over at the WWWPR division made some enhancements this week to the post displays on the webpage going back to one of the original layouts that also provided a brief summary about the post. They also added a new trivia game for Rudolph and fixed an issue when you tried to go back to previous posts. The podcast has also been added to the news page and the layout of the news post will now adjust appropriately when the page features a video or a podcast. Becky, did you get a chance to check out Rudolph's new trivia game? I didn't. Oh, it's 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 a lot of fun. Is it? Yeah, you gotta check it out. Oh, I definitely will later. All right. Well, in the North Pole City weather update, this week temperatures will be warming up a little to minus eleven on Thursday. However, we'll drop back down to minus 19 on Saturday. We're expecting some snow on Saturday with a light accumulation too, 
but not enough that we won't need to use the snow machines on the ski slopes. The digital version of the Peppermint Post is back in circulation after some issues were addressed by the WWWPR team. If you are not subscribed to the digital version of the newspaper, you will want to connect to TAOLF.com and subscribe. The Peppermint Post will be sent out to your email each week on Monday, allowing to get your news in print. There are also a few additional items in the Peppermint Post that you can only see there such as word searches, recipes from Mrs. Claus's kitchen, the word of the week, and job postings from the Office of Elf Affairs. Before we do this week in elf history, let's take a quick music break. Santa's little helpers. Santa's little helpers. We're Santa's little helpers. We make the wheels go round. Day and night, night and day, here in Christmas Town. We're Santa's little helpers, and it's us you wanna know. If you want a date under the mistletoe, we're Santa's little helpers, and we make all the toys. The trinkets for the girls, and the trucks for the boys. We're Santa's little helpers, and we know every trick. Cause we wrote the book on old Saint Nick. It's a foggy. Week in Elf History, I'm going to turn it over to our investigative reporter, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Take it away, Becky. Thanks, Walter. Okay, this week in Elf History, we're going to be talking about the Nobel Prizes. The first Nobel Prizes were awarded in Stockholm, Sweden, in the fields of physics, chemistry, medicine, literature, and peace on December 10th of 1901. The ceremony came on the fifth anniversary of the death of Alfred Nobel, the Swedish inventor of dynamite and other explosives. In his will, Nobel directed that the bulk of his vast fortune be placed in a fund in which the interest would be annually distributed in the form of prizes to those who during the preceding year shall have conferred the greatest benefit on mankind. 
Although Nobel offered no public reason for his creation of the prizes, it is widely believed that he did so out of moral regret over the increasingly lethal uses of his inventions in war. Alfred Bernard Nobel was born in Stockholm in 1833, and four years later, his family moved to Russia. His father ran a successful St. Petersburg factory that built explosive mines and other military equipment. Educated in Russia, Paris, and the United States, Alfred Nobel proved to be a brilliant chemist. When his father's business faltered after the end of the Crimean War, Nobel returned to Sweden and set up a laboratory to experiment with explosives. In 1863, he invented a way to control the detonation of nitroglycerin, a highly volatile liquid that had been recently discovered, but was previously regarded as too dangerous for use. Two years later, Nobel invented the blasting cap, an improved detonator that inaugurated the modern use of high explosives. Previously, the most dependable explosive was black powder, you know, a form of gunpowder. Nitroglycerin remained dangerous, however, and in 1864, Nobel's nitroglycerin factory blew up killing his younger brother and several other people. Searching for a safer explosive, Nobel discovered in 1867 that the combination of nitroglycerin and a porous substance called chysoglur produced a highly explosive mixture that was much safer to handle and use. Nobel christened his invention dynamite for the Greek word dynamis meaning power. Securing patents on dynamite, Nobel acquired a fortune as humanity put his invention to use in construction and warfare. In 1875, Nobel created a more powerful form of dynamite, blasting gelatin, and in 1887 introduced ballistite, a smokeless nitroglycerin powder. Around that time, one of Nobel's brothers died in France, and the French newspapers printed obituaries in which they mistook him for Alfred. One headline read, the merchant of death is dead. Alfred Nobel, in fact, had pacifist tendencies and in his latter years apparently developed strong misgivings about the impact of his inventions on the world. After he died in San Remo, Italy on December 10th of 1896, the majority of his estate went towards the creation of the prizes to be given annually in the fields of physics, chemistry, medicine, literature, and peace. The portion of his will establishing the Nobel Peace Prize read, one award shall be given to the person who has done the most for the best work for the fraternity among nations, for the abolition or reduction of standing armies, and for holding and promotion of peace congress. Exactly five years after his death, the very first Nobel Prizes were presented. Today, the Nobel Prizes are regarded as the most prestigious awards in the world in their various fields. Notable winners have included Marie Curie, Theodore Roosevelt, Albert Einstein, George Bernard Shaw, Winston Churchill, Ernest Hemingway, Martin Luther King Jr., the Dalai Lama, Mikhail Gorbachev, Nelson Mandela, and Barack Obama. Multiple leaders and organizations sometimes receive the Nobel Peace Prize, and multiple researchers often share the scientific awards for their joint discoveries. In 1968, a Nobel Memorial Prize in Economic Science was established by the Swedish National Bank, and it was first awarded in 1969. The Royal Swedish Academy of Sciences decides the prizes in physics, chemistry, and economic science, 
The Swedish Royal Caroline Medico-Surgical Institute determines the Physiology and Medicine Award. The Swedish Academy chooses literature, and a committee elected by the Norwegian Parliament awards the Peace Prize. The Nobel Prizes still are presented annually, and each Nobel Prize carries a cash prize of nearly $1.4 million, and recipients also receive a gold medal. I wonder if I'll ever get one of those. I don't know. Walter, back to you. Well, thank you, Becky. Very interesting information. Before we get back to the news, let's take another quick music break.
City Commerce has decided to organize a basket raffle for the delivery party this year. Any small businesses wishing to donate a basket for the raffle, please contact the North Pole City Commerce office and someone will come out to your business and pick it up. The deadline to submit a basket will be December 21st at 8pm. Five tickets will be given to every elf that checks in at the raffle booth during the delivery party. And they'll get a chance to win one of those baskets, won't they? That's right. I'm definitely checking in. Can I? Yes. Awesome. Notice has gone out to the North Pole City Council about an emergency meeting for next week in regards to that new no-fly agreement. Although this approval is not needed for Santa's Village, it is required for North Pole City and the outer boundaries of the Elf Villages. It is believed that the Council may meet next Wednesday to discuss and vote on the order. Okay, sports fans. We are down to the top eight Tinsel football teams that will be competing in this year's playoffs. This is an exciting announcement. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. These are the eight teams not in any particular order. We have the Darlington Tigers, the Leighton Gumdrops, the Livingstone Pirates, the Yearly Wizards, Appleton Wildcats, the Cumberbatch Caribou, the Hankelmeyer Falcons, and the Twinklestein Stars. This week, the first round of playoffs have the defending champions, the Livingstone Pirates versus the Darlington Tigers, and the Leighton Gumdrops versus the Yearly Wizards on Friday. Then on Saturday the 10th, we will have last year's runner-ups, the Hankelmeyer Falcons versus the Appleton Wildcats, and the Cumberbunch Caribou versus the Twinklestein Stars. All the games will be held in Reindeer Stadium. Make sure you see the Tinsel Football Playoff Bracket in this week's Peppermint Post. Alright all you elves out there, this week we have a ton of community events. Miner's Day will be celebrated on Tuesday, December 6th. Come on out to City Center as we celebrate our minor elves and recognize and applaud their skill, dedication, and all the hard work they do for us. Miners will receive an extra hot cocoa from Mrs. Claus's kitchen. National Cotton Candy Day celebrates the spun sugar treat that delights candy fans of all ages. And on Wednesday, December 7th, you'll be able to get your favorite flavor of this sweet delight dating back to the 1400s. The North Pole City Hotel will be setting up a cotton candy station where you can select your favorite and color from the traditional to peppermint and everything in between. On Thursday, December 8th, we celebrate National Crossword Solvers Day and National Brownie Day. Stop by your favorite Cocoa Pub to do some crosswords and have some festive brownies. Also on December 8th is Pretend to Be a Time Traveler Day. This is one of my favorites. This day encourages us to pull out and wear clothes from the past and act appropriately confused by technology, which isn't really hard for me. Well, this day is always so much fun. Christmas card day then falls on Friday, December 9th. Please be reminded to get your cards together and filled out so that you can share your holiday cheer. Don't forget about your elf friends and family down in the lower 48 and all around the world. They love getting North Pole mail. 
Edward Cinnamon Livingstone, the postmaster, says that he has ordered hot cocoa from Mrs. Claus's kitchen to have on hand for all those who stop by to send a card on Friday. And don't forget, December 17th is fast approaching, which is the last day that you can send mail so that it arrives in the lower 48 by Christmas. So get those cards in on Christmas card day to be extra sure. Now Friday is also National Pastry Day. Yum! Be sure to visit some of our North Pole City bakeries and pick up one or two of your favorite kinds as you fill out your cards or head off to one of the Tinsel Football Playoff games. They'll be having pastries at the concession stands too, so you'll be having no problem to get one of those yummy pastries. WELF MPC would like to wish a very happy 800th birthday to one of our miners, Johnny Pickaxe Myerskoff. He has been mining in the Dark Mountains for 500 years. He does an amazing job and has found some of the most beautiful gemstones. Have you seen some of his stones that he found? I have. Amazing. So amazing. We wish him many more happy years and a happy Miner's Day, too. This is Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and Becky Marshmallow Livingstone with a reminder, in the end, it's not the years in your life that count, it's the life in your years. Have a good evening and be sure to tune in next week for another WELF NPC North Pole Radio News Update.